Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes Podcast, where we travel the world one book at a time. Today, I have one of my favorite bookstagrammers here with me to give us some Literary Escape book recommendations. I hope you enjoy the show. Today, I have the pleasure of having Olivia with me, and she is a bookstagrammer and over at Olivia's Bookish World. And she has got three literary escape book recommendations for us today. So welcome, Olivia. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. So how long have you been doing your bookstagram? Um, only since October. So oh. I'm kind of brand new about it. I'm still trying to figure things out every now and again. There's times where I send messages. I'm like, how do you do this? Or what does this mean? But um, so yeah, just since October, I started reading more, you know, probably like everyone else during the pandemic. Right. And that's when I got into NetGalley because libraries were closed and we needed to feed the book needs. Absolutely. And, and started doing that. And so I started sharing the books that I was reading and, and it just kind of went from there. That's a fun way to get into it. I like that. And so what, what genre do you typically uh, gravitate to? I gravitate more towards kind of the romance. Mm -hmm. um, I love anything that has a happy ending. I don't like to cry. I don't like <laughs> to feel super tense about what is going to happen next. Yes. So I don't typically read a lot of thrillers. I okay. love the romantic suspense, mm -hmm. but really anything historical fiction, Christian fiction, nice. anything that that's just happy and uplifting. I, I figure real life is tough enough. I don't need to relive it in a book. That's been my theory as well. I agree. I don't like the books that are either super scary or super angsty or yeah. Mm -hmm. I can just watch the light news. and fluffy, entertaining. I mean, my favorite is closed door romances. I prefer books yeah. that focus on the relationship and the plot and the story and right. And I like books that I can, that I don't have to qualify to certain people. Like if I'm talking to my mom, oh, read this book. Oh, but watch out for this. Or a neighbor, you'd love this book. Oh, but it has Except. this. I like reading and recommending books that I can recommend for my grandma to the teenagers at school. Exactly. That's a really good way to look at it. Yes. So I'm excited that you have three books for us today because I have not read any of them. So tell me what our first destination is. Okay. Well, these three books, they are not recent um, public publications. That's fine. But they're the three books that I recommend the most. Okay. So the first book is Delicious um, by Ruth Rieschel. And I, I'm probably slaughtering the pronunciation of her last name. But she is actually a food um a food critic okay and this is one of her fiction novels she's she's written a bunch of memoirs but this is a, a fiction novel that takes place in new york city and it's normally i hate it when people say oh it's beautifully written i'm like because to me that means oh it's going to be boring and overly descriptive but the way she did she writes and she describes is just really kind of awesome so case in point I, I hate cheese. I don't like okay. the smell of it. I don't like the flavor of it and like that. And there's one scene where she's describing the taste of cheese that made me wish 
that you I like wanted, to use. It made me want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's about this girl who moves to New York and she's going to go to work for the magazine Delicious. Okay. And, you know, it's a food magazine and a critic and, and she gets there and then all of a sudden the magazine folds. Oh no. And so she, she is kept on to keep answering the letters that people write in. And while they're kind of wrapping everything up and closing the magazine down. And she comes across these letters written in World War II to one of the famous chefs, Jeff, um, James Beard. And anyway, it, um, she finds these letters written in World War II to this famous chef. And she starts to follow the trail of these letters to find out what happened okay. to this girl, find out what happened to her father in the war. And it kind of takes her through her own journey as well as she is working through the loss of a family member as well and the loss of this wonderful job that she was so excited to get. That right. it's just, it's a really heartwarming, lovely oh, book. That sounds really good. We've not, um, we've not read any, for my book club, we've not read any set in New York yet. So that sounds like a really interesting one. Are there this recipes is, associated with it by chance? There's what? <laughs> Are there recipes associated with it? Let me flip to the back. Yes, there oh. is. We love books with recipes. Yes. And this one, um, yeah, I, I love to cook. And so I love reading books that are set with um, either chefs or in restaurants or something right. like that. Because I love, I love the inspiration and the ideas that it gives me. But it does have. They describe the food as just. Yes. You can tell people that are passionate about food. I love that. Yeah, most definitely. And that this book is one I actually recommend a lot to book clubs, just okay. because there's so much that can be discussed about it. Nice. Okay, so that's delicious by Ruth Reichel. Right. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. R e i c h l. Okay. Rachel Reichel. Okay. And is it, is it a romance or just a women's fiction? Or? Very, very lightly. There, there is a relationship, but it is, it's very much part of the background story, not okay. center, okay. not a focus. Okay. And do you, does it have like the dual timeline threads? Yes, or it do? does. Okay. I love, mm -hmm. I love those. Okay. Yeah. It goes back between Billy, who's, who's the magazine writer in New York City and Lulu, who's, I believe she's 12 years old. Okay. How interesting. And then she, this 12 year old is writing to James Beard. Mm -hmm. She, I think it starts, it's been a, it's been a while since I've read it, That's which okay. is bad yeah. because it's my most recommended book, <laughs> but she's looking for ideas because um, they're living off of war rations. And so right. she's looking for ideas of ways to stretch things and stuff to cook for her mom because her mom is working at the factory and Aww. and dad's in the war and and so wow. she starts I'm writing to, read to this get one ideas. Now. Sounds really good. I love it. I I'm a rereader. I've read it probably half a dozen times. Aww. I love that. That's really cool. What a great first recommendation. Um, thank you for that one. I look forward to reading that. So what's our second destination? Second destination is the Tri-Cities in Washington. So the book is Moon Called okay. by Patricia Briggs. And it's part of the Mercy Thompson series. Okay. And there is probably 12 now, maybe even 13 books in this series. 
So um, it's kind of, I would categorize it not necessarily fantasy, but more magic realism. Okay. And I'm not someone who tends to gravitate towards fantasy books. Um, I, I much prefer kind of the realistic fiction, but Mercy is a mechanic in the Tri-Cities area. Okay. Um, it makes me laugh. She's described as, um, I believe, an art history major that her mom said she would never be able to do anything with a degree. And here she is. <laughs> here she is as a mechanic. <laughs> in a Volkswagen garage. That's awesome. <laughs> and she's also a shapeshifter. Oh. So in this world, there are shapeshifters and werewolves, vampires and witches. How interesting. And so she is, she is a coyote shapeshifter. And she lives next door to the alpha in the werewolf pack. Okay. And so there's a little bit of a kind of a relationship going on between them, but not really much. That that comes much later. Okay. Um, But Mercy is, she's a strong, you know, heroine that she saves the day more often than not. Awesome. And her boss is uh, one of the high lords of the Fae. He's the one who taught her to be a mechanic. So it's really kind of back and forth between real life and fantasy. Okay. I love that it's set in a real place, though. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. And so this starts out, she has a young boy, well, young teenager, show up on her doorstep. And she knows right away that he's a werewolf. And so she's trying to figure out what's going on. And, and I don't think this is a spoiler. It's, it's pretty much, he, he's pretty much killed in the first chapter of the book. Oh. And so the rest of the book is trying to figure out why and what happened and what does this mean to the werewolves in the area? Because he's, he's a werewolf and it, it just goes from there. Okay. But this is a book, um, in the beginning of the series, I didn't necessarily love the covers. <laughs> it's one of those where I'm like, eh. And then okay. when I was trying to explain to my six-year-old why the cover looked like the way it did, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, because it's actually, there's no swearing in it. There's no sex in it, but you would never know that by the cover. By the covers. Okay. But is the, it the cover, YA or is it for adults or? No, I would say it's adults. Okay. It's okay. adults. Um, but the fun part of the covers is she has different tattoos on every book and the tattoos always directly play into what that story is about. Oh, fun. Okay. And so uh, she's just, uh, this is a series that I've reread often that, like I said, she's a strong heroine that saves the, the day more than often not. Her um, partner, Adam, who's the alpha of the werewolf pack, uh-huh. knows that and respects that. Nice. And they work together really good as a team. Um, Love that. It's just, it's one of those things that, you know, they do, they have their scary moments and their tense moments where, you know, the climax of the book and, but it always turns out and with a happy ending, which is like is my so requirement cool. in a well, book. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That's really cool. How fun. I've not read werewolf books before. So um, yeah. is it, for someone who's new to the genre, is it um, challenging, I guess, to wrap your head around the new world, no. if you will? No, and that because that's my biggest complaint about fantasy books is there's so much involved with a fantasy world and there's so much that you have to remember and new words that they come up with mm-hmm. and cities yeah. and all this. There's none of that. 
That's awesome. Cause I have run into that before too, with books where the names don't, you know, you have the names don't roll off the tongue. They're completely mm -hmm. new names, completely new world, completely new everything. And it, it takes away from the story for me because I'm trying to remember it all. So yeah. yeah. If it taxes my brain to read it, <laughs> exactly. then it's not exactly what I'm That's looking not for. A good one in my, for me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. And there's 12 of them, right? In the series, uh -huh. is that what you said? Is yeah. it a completed series now or is she still writing? Are they still She's writing? still writing. Oh, that's There's also okay. another dual, I guess it's kind of in the same world. It's about werewolves as well, called the Alpha and the Omega. It's about an alpha werewolf and an omega werewolf, but it's the same world, the same, there's crossovers between the, the two series. And okay. Oh, that's fun. It, it, it is fun. It, so if you want to stay I in the world, remember, there's even more. Yes. There's lots of short stories. That's there is fun. all sorts of, of fun things to read by Patricia Briggs. That's awesome. And tell me the name of this, of the book again. Moon Called. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I, uh, moon symbolism. I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> nice. Okay. So Moon Called by Patricia Briggs. Briggs. Okay. That sounds good. Um, that sounds like a really great series. And so you've got one more for us. I've Where is more. our third destination? The third destination is in California on the John Muir Trail. Okay. So this is a YA book. If I have kids wandering into the library that have no idea what they want to read and they don't like fantasy and science fiction or graphic novels, which are the three biggest genres right. in our library, um, this is the book that I recommend to them. Probably more so to girls than boys because our main character is a girl. And so they tend to identify with her a little bit more. Okay. But um, every student that I have recommended this book has come back to tell me how much they love it. Very cool. So tell me the book. So it's called The Other Side of Lost by Jesse Kirby. Okay. And so the first chapter takes you through um, Mary. She's kind of, she's an Instagrammer and her life is Instagram perfect. Right. You know what I mean by that. Yeah. And, quote unquote. <laughs> exactly. And it kind of falls apart one night and she posts this really honest video saying, you know, my life is a lie. Everything um, is, you know, a sham. My boyfriend's really not my boyfriend. It's all for Instagram. Oh, wow. And she wakes up the next morning with a, oh no, what have I done? Um, kind of moment. <laughs> and so she decides to take a break from social media because at the same time, she's dealing with the death of her cousin. Oh, wow. And so this book does delve into grief a little bit, but her cousin was her best friend and their plan was always to hike the John Muir Trail when they were 18 on their 18th birthday. Okay. So her 18th birthday has come and her cousin is no longer here. She, oh. she died training for this hike. Oh, no. And so she just, in spur of the moment, her aunt has sent her all of her cousin's stuff. And in the spur of the moment, you know, this next morning when she wakes up, having imploded her Instagram life, <laughs> she decides that she's going to go hike it. And that's what she does. She packs up all of her cousin's stuff and she takes off. Wow. And it's just, it's a great novel about finding yourself working your way through the sad times in your life 
and finding your happiness again and just just finding your way finding yourself yeah yeah you know it and for that uh, age range that's a really good message yeah typically we don't have books that are you know like the the main character is 18 years old we we try to have books with younger main characters mm -hmm. because my school is grade seven through nine okay but this one is completely appropriate for any age range and it's just such a good book about nice. life lessons and the things that you can learn about yourself when you're going through hard times right and um the a group of friends that she meets and the way that she learns to open herself up and just be real be be who she really is nice i love that that's that's a really good one so that was other side of perfect by jesse kirby the other side of lost oh the other jesse side kirby. of lost okay mm -hmm. and tell me again where that one was set um in california on the john muir trail gotcha okay Nice. That sounds like a really good book. I've had my daughter read it. My sister, who has the same position as I do in another school, she's read it. She recommends it just as often I'm... as I do. <laughs> it's pretty much, you need a book to read, read That's this it, one. Huh? Nice. I like that. Okay. That's awesome. You had three really great books for us today. Thank you so much for sharing them with us. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity. It's, this was fun. Yeah. I love talking about books. <laughs> I hear you. I'm right there with you. So what are you reading right now? Right now, I'm reading a book by Ronnie Lauren called, actually, let me look it up because I get it wrong every single time. <laughs> I keep calling it you and I, and it's not you and I. It is What If You and Me. What If You and Me. Mm -hmm. It's Very a nice. rom-com, and it's a, the second book in this series she writes books where her characters have disabilities. Oh. So the first book that she wrote, and I don't have the title right off, her main character has Tourette's syndrome. And okay. um, in this book, the main character's, I guess, love interest, you would say, is an ex-fireman who lost part of his leg in a fire accident. Okay. And she is a podcaster who talks about true crime and writes true crime books. And That's so um, right now they're kind of hinting about something in her past that has made her very leery of relationships and men. So I haven't gotten too far into okay. it, but it's still, it's a really good book. Awesome. And going by the first, the first book that I read, I'm, I've got high hopes for this one. Fantastic. And, and say the title and author again. What If You and Me by Ronnie Lauren. Nice. That sounds like a good one as well. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. I very much enjoyed your recommendations and look forward to reading them. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining me today on the Literary Escapes podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We are a community of travelers who love books, or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.